Welcome to Working Gratitude, real people, real gratitude at work, with your host, Darren Hollingsworth, Chief Gratitude and Accountability Officer at Odonata Coaching and Consulting. The Working Gratitude podcast was launched in 2012 to stimulate dialogue and conversation about research-based best practices of gratitude in the workplace and ways that gratefulness is expressed via philanthropy. These brief interviews with successful leaders from a variety of professional environments will encourage and inspire you and give you ideas about how you can start working gratitude. Thank you for listening to Working Gratitude. Now here's your host, Darren Hollingsworth. Hello and welcome to Working Gratitude. I'm your host, Darren Hollingsworth. Thank you for joining us today. My guest is Brad Fetterman. Chief Operating Officer with F&H Solutions Group, Brad is an author, a speaker, and a consultant with more than 25 years of experience in human resources, performance management, employee engagement, compensation, recruiting, change management, and instructional design. His background also includes sales, marketing, product development, and operations. Brad works with clients to strengthen their brands through culture, leadership, and people initiatives. He helps clients develop the best talent and reputation and provides tools to help clients become the organization of choice for both employees and customers. With a BA in communications from University of Maryland and an MED in human resource development from Vanderbilt University, he is a member of the Forbes Coaches Council, a frequently requested featured speaker and author of three books, He's also been interviewed by numerous national publications. Brad, thank you so much for joining me today on Working Gratitude. Thank you for having me. Before we get started, let's talk a little bit more about F&H Solutions Group. Sure. We are a national consulting firm that really focuses on strengthening brands through culture, leadership, and people. Ultimately, what we're trying to do is we're trying to make sure that your brand promise that you want to deliver to your customers stands true, stands tall every single day, that you're consistently delivering on that. And we know that culture and the translation of that culture through your leadership and the way that we treat our people, grow our people, promote our people, and develop our people makes that difference. And so we want everyone to go to work each day feeling proud of who they work for and what they've accomplished. And that's really where we spend most of our time as a business. Well, that is exactly why I knew you would be aligned with this conversation because you're trying to create that culture at work that research is continuously showing now gratitude and appreciation in the workplace uh, as a formal and informal method of engagement and showing uh, appreciation has proved over and over to be a retention tool as well as a cultural development tool. So thanks again for joining me today. And we get a little personal in this conversation and ask you to share with our listeners, what are you grateful for at work today? Wow. I am grateful for, I'm going to get real personal. Even though I'm at work, I'm still grateful for my family. I don't believe in strict lines. I think that your personal life and your work life are just interconnected. And I couldn't do what I do without the help and support of my family, my wife, my two boys. And, uh, and so I'm thankful for them and grateful for them. I'm also thankful for the wonderful team I get to work with. I, a long time ago, knew I did not want to be a lone consultant sitting out there on my own working by myself. And then I wanted to have a community of like-minded people who love the craft, who wanted to do great work, 
and uh, and we're doing it for the right reasons. And we've been able to create that here. And uh, and every day I get to go to work and and work with a wonderful group of people who have the right headset, uh, who want to do great things. And uh, and we support each other and help each other each day. And so. I'm grateful for that. You have said a couple of things that that strike a chord with me. Um, you've well articulated what I call a blended life. We, mm-hmm. we look a lot at work-life balance, but I like the term blended life because, as you say, your family, your wife, your boys, um, and your team at work help you thrive. It's It's my work and my intention to bring that sense of thriving, not just surviving at work, but really thriving. And I think gratitude does that. The blended life does that. And what you're saying about collaboration and building community, as you and I were introduced by uh, dear friends and colleagues, um, I think it's important that we, because we spend so much time at work, we, we really should enjoy and like the people that we work with. So thanks for illuminating that. In your work, both as an entrepreneur, as a founder, as a leader, uh, as well as with the many different organizations you've worked with, um, you've faced challenges, right? We face everything from speed bumps in our work to roadblocks. Can you give our listeners a sense of a challenge that you have faced that you may be even willing to go a little bit vulnerable and share with us something that really was tough for you, but you overcame it and you now have a lens of gratitude about it? I have probably three or four that come to mind. So I'm going to pick probably the most powerful one for me and hopefully it relates to people out there. It it really had to do with the fact that um, I had actually helped an individual with an exit strategy for a business and, uh, and I was never supposed to have to work again in my life. Um, essentially, I was supposed to walk away after helping them with an exit strategy and be um, wealthy. As it turns out, the exit strategy happened. They became very wealthy, and I never got the benefit of that uh, and had to work. Jeez. So I'm in Memphis, Tennessee, and I'm used to getting a Washington, D.C. salary. And I have a wife, two children. Uh, one of my kids is in private school. Okay. We have a pretty good mortgage. Uh, and my wife wants to stay in Memphis. And, uh, and obviously, no one really wants to change their lifestyle. So I was batting around ideas about what to do. And I, I got to the point where I almost took a role somewhere in D.C. or Chicago, and I was going to telecommute. I was going to work there during the week and come back on the weekends, basically. Mm-hmm. And, and that way, I would see my family on the weekends and work during the week, but I could continue my life and my lifestyle. At some point in time, I said to, me, said to myself, this is crazy. Um, you should just start your own business. You've done this for other people. Why can't you do it for yourself? And I did it. And, and the challenge I faced was the fear that came along with it. Mm. That sense of I'm putting everything at risk, my family, my mortgage, my entire life is at risk here. If this doesn't work, I will have destroyed us financially, right? And, and that's a scary uh, proposition. And so I found myself in the beginning of, of those days looking for jobs while I was trying to do a business. Mm. I was trying to grow a business. I was, it was in two worlds. I was straddling a fence. I hadn't really committed. And I had gotten a little bit of traction, but not an outrageous amount of traction in those first days. And I got to the point where I had to say to myself, you can't do this anymore. Mm. You've got to pick something because you're diffusing your efforts. 
You're, you're not committing to anything. And I had to work through that fear. Mm, fear. Why was, I was, why was I afraid? And once I did that, and I got to the other side and became very confident in the fact that what I was doing in this business was the right thing. It was not just the right thing for me. It was the right thing for customers, mm. for businesses out there. It took off mm. and it worked. And what I would say is fear destroys opportunity. Mm-hmm. Managing your fear, understanding your fear, and then being able to work through that fear, that creates opportunity. Right. And that's the biggest lesson I've ever had in my life. And I can tell you, I'm very grateful for that lesson. That is um, a consistent theme for so many people who have something to bring to the world and have been squelched or quieted or muted or um, let fear kind of be that fear and past-based thinking rather than present-based thinking um, dominate the the psyche and the mentality. And it's paralyzing. It can be very paralyzing. And, and so to have overcome that, that is definitely something to be immensely grateful for. Thank you for sharing that because it, it is as a uh, currently a, an independent contractor and coach and consultant um, that happens for me every day uh, at times, yeah. you know, and, and um, that, that means a lot f- to hear that from you. So thank you for You're welcome, sharing Dave. that. You know what, uh, ironically, Darren, um, it actually helped build a product for me. Mm. And we have content on that, on how to work through fear uh, and how to build trusted relationships. And it's all based on good research and on ex- and personal experiences of people, including myself. But it's a great vehicle now for us to be able to help people develop strong, trusted relationships and go after their dreams. And that's a powerful thing. And so I'm not only grateful for myself, I'm grateful for what it helped me create. That's wonderful. That, when it's got that ripple effect. And, and isn't gratitude kind of that way? We've seen that both in the research and experientially as well, that yeah. it has the ripple effect that it allows you to stand strong in your own truth and authenticity, as well as then uh, invite people into community with you. And speaking of community, let's talk about the way that your sense of gratitude has empowered you and um, allowed you to uh, get engaged with your community, either through your time, your talent, or your giving. How are you letting gratitude guide your community impact? Well, a couple of things. First, we encourage everyone at the company to get involved in the community. We want to make sure that the community is a better place because we're in it. And, and so it's an important aspect of our business. And, and so we encourage it personally, but we also encourage it at the, at, as a business as well. I can tell you I have, I have people that volunteer with Kids at Risk. Uh, we work with Leadership Memphis, which is a, a company that helps build community leadership and volunteerism. And, uh, and it's a great organization. We provide them services and sponsor things uh, for them. And they are a, a great organization uh, that helps Memphis out. It's a local organization. We've worked with St. Jude um, and provided donations to St. Jude. We actually had someone here run the St. Jude Marathon, which was a fantastic thing to watch. I personally serve on the board for a group called Grace House. And Grace House is a fantastic organization that essentially helps um, provide a safe place, a home 
for women who have alcohol and addiction problems and have come from difficult environments, helping them get back on their feet and re-engage in society in a meaningful way um, while managing that addiction. Um, so that's a fantastic effort that I participate in and am very proud to participate in. And then another area we've spent a lot of time working with is the Humane Society of uh, Memphis and Shelby County, really helping them and um, trying to support them in an effort to strengthen that organization and help animals find new homes and have second chances. Mm. So those are some different examples of where we've gotten involved uh, because we, we really do care and we want to be a part of the community. Well, you've you've built into the community locally, and I know you serve organizations nationally. And I think that that finding where your passion is, where you live and work, and helping your team uh, find that and commit to that with a sense of gratitude is um, organizationally uh, a culture that that resonates with so many and that lets you uh, be real and uh, sincere when you're giving that uh, insight to clients. Brett, I knew this would be a great conversation. I want to make sure that our listeners know how to contact you, uh, either via your website or LinkedIn, wherever you want to help them get to you in case they want to do follow-up with you. Well, I appreciate that very much. Uh, I am on LinkedIn. You can contact me there, uh, and uh, it's under my name. I'm In fact, I'm going to pull it up right now while I talk to you so I can make sure I give you the right information. <laughs> but I, I, I'm on there as Brad Fetterman. Okay, I'm also at on Facebook at at B Fetterman. Uh, I also am on Twitter, uh, which is at B Fetterman. Uh, and, um, and you can reach us at our website, which is F is in Frank, H is in Henry, FH solutions group.com. And if you want to reach out to me personally, you can call me at 901-291-1547. That's my direct line at work. Happy to talk with anybody. Well, great. Thank you again for joining us today. And I, I always enjoy these conversations and hope that our listeners and your listeners who, who listen to this because you're, you've joined us today, find insight, inspiration, encouragement, and we want to create a movement for working gratitude. So thank you for joining me today, Brad, and I look forward to continuing our conversation. And I hope our listeners will find us wherever you listen to podcasts, subscribe and share this content uh, so that we can move gratitude forward in the workplace and all find our sense of working gratitude. Thanks again for joining me today, Brad, and thanks to our listeners. Darren Hollingsworth has had a thriving career as a financial advisor, sales professional, senior fundraising professional, and nonprofit executive. Now, via business, success, and philanthropy coaching, Darren is passionate about helping successful executives realize and exceed their personal and professional potential. He helps business and nonprofit leaders find and confirm their passion, their inspiration, and motivation. This is accomplished through collaborative work based on gratitude, experience, encouragement, and accountability. As Darren says, surviving is not enough. Thriving is the goal. Additionally, Darren works with businesses, nonprofit organizations, and boards of directors to create new possibilities for transformational customer and donor relationships, organizational strategic visioning and governance, as well as continuity and succession planning. Via collaboration and consulting, Darren engages with clients to empower them to build upon strengths and face challenges with confidence and expertise.
To hear more Working Gratitude and for information about Darren Hollingsworth and Odonata Coaching and Consulting, visit our website, odonatacoaching.com, or visit us on Facebook at facebook.com slash odonatacoaching, or search wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening to Working Gratitude. Working Gratitude, copyright Darren Hollingsworth and Odonata Coaching and Consulting, all rights reserved.